This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just two dudes talking about Star Wars on the Skywalk. What's up, Walkers? We are back on the Skywalk. First of all, we we apologize for the drought between episodes. Uh, things it's been happen. a long time. Life happens, man. Life happens, but we I are not. Left you. We are not giving in. Uh, we're going to keep it rolling. Star Wars podcast to step to. In the lead up to the last. Jedi. We are here today to wow. talk about the new trailer that dropped during Monday Night Football. Mind blown. Halftime of Monday Night Football, Jeff. Yeah, but guess what? I got my tickets before. Shh, we, Jeff, we, we can't give away our trade secrets. <laughs> I want to let you know off the bat that we are not going to analyze the trailer. No, we are not. If you want to find out all the little hidden Easter eggs, all the secrets you may have missed, the speculation on what each thing might mean... You can find that anywhere, uh, but we're not gonna. We're gonna talk about why we love this new trailer for Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Oh yeah. We're gonna talk about our reactions. We're gonna talk about who won and who lost the trailer, and then we're gonna talk about key moments of the trailer. Uh, Jeffrey, first of all, what did you think of the trailer? Excellent. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Let me tell you why I love this trailer, Jeff. Okay, all right, uh, all right, go ahead. There, there, are, two, there are two key reasons mm-hmm. why I, I am a big fan of this trailer. First of all, um, if you've watched this trailer, it is very clear that there is a lot of misdirection going on in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the trailer kicks off with a voiceover from Supreme Leader Snoke, and we're led to believe that he's talking to Kylo Ren. And he probably is, but he might not be because we don't actually see that. So that could be a misdirect, for example. At the end of the trailer, uh, we hear a voiceover from Kylo Ren, and then we're led to believe that he's talking to Rey. Now, we don't know because we don't actually see them on screen together at the same time. Okay, but, but we're led to believe. Let's not analyze too much, though. No, no, no. But this is why I mentioned this, okay. because this is what I love about it. Because we are all spoiler averse, right? We don't want to know any spoilers going into this movie. We want to go in fresh, but we also want to watch the trailer. And what I love about the misdirection, Jeff, is that we've seen now we've now seen stuff. Okay, we've seen a good little snippet of this movie, but I still don't feel like we know what's going on. And that's my point. Right. So to me, this is like an abstraction. This is like a collage of scenes from the trailer Which and is we what a trailer should be and what that does is it's I don't, now I don't know if this is because of disappointment from trailer to movie in the past or if it's just because of that misdirection in the editing but my brain has not even tried to work through like what's really going on ah. I have no desire to and maybe that's the brilliance of the trailer like I said the misdirection means like no matter what you think you don't know you don't know my second point Jeff Right. is that it is so visually inventive. Where's the beef? This trailer is beautiful. Not just beautiful, but the the, the, the settings, mm-hmm. the creatures are so imaginative. Um, you know, I think that they've Although learned I something. I have to ask you one question, Brett. What's that, Jeffrey? Porgs, yes or no? Yes. All right. Yes, okay. I'm going to talk about that. I All do right. want to talk about the porgs. All right. Um, but I want to say, Ryan Johnson is mixing new ingredients here. I think one of the failings of The Force Awakens and a problem a lot of people have with it is that it didn't really give us much that's new in the Star Wars universe. If you're cooking with the same ingredients, desert planet, forest planet, snow planet, 
I don't know. I, I can just picture the creative people at Lucasfilm not being all that stoked to. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sure. I don't I'm sure, know, man. I'm sure this it was fun. First, this is the first Crystal Planet I've seen. Exactly. So Ryan Johnson comes along and it's like, hey, we got this. You know, we saw a crate in the first trailer, but now we know this is a planet that does have snow. Uh, but it also has this red mineral stuff underneath. And now Could you mix that up. Could be crystals. I mean, can't you just picture everybody in the creative team like, oh, a crystal planet. We could have we could have caverns of crystals that the Millennium Falcon could fly through. Come and it looks on, like dude. nothing you've ever seen in a Star Wars movie before. Uh, this reminds me of uh, why I was so stoked when I saw Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, they had a giant airplane covered with micro one-inch square LED tiles. Yeah, 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 I remember. That were reflective to make it look invisible. But it wasn't. So when you throw those ingredients, you've never seen that before in a movie, okay? You've never seen a plane covered with 100,000 LED tiles. So then when you have it crashing or being damaged, you have it sparking and all of these colors flashing like a burning disco ball in the sky. (laughs) And that's the thing. When when you throw in new ingredients, you get a new result. You get something that hasn't been seen before. Dude, this – okay, so here's the thing. Yeah. When the Millennium Falcon's going through that cavern, that scene may actually end up being better than the Empire Strikes Back asteroid scene. Jeff – you might be right. I'm just saying it's <laughs> a possibility. Gonna, Who's flying it? Who's flying it? I, I would say Chewie. Chewing Chewie his Porg friend. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Now, the other thing I was I was really, really happy about yeah. is when I first saw the trailer, yep. my first feeling was maybe the movie's not long enough. Oh, you think so? Well, uh, so we bought the tickets, and when you logged in to buy tickets, you two would see that hours. it's two and a half hours long. I agree. I think if it, it was, may need if to it be was 240 or 245, I'd be even more stoked. But two and a half is good. That's a, it's a good bit longer than The Force Awakens. Yeah. Uh, I know. I, I yeah, it's hard to it's hard for me to imagine watching this movie in December and at the end of two and a half hours not feeling like I needed a lot more. Now, talking about the porks. Uh, here's what I porks. love. Here's what I love about Ryan Johnson. Our boy Rai Rai. Um, I love that he's not making decisions based on past mistakes, past perception. So anyone out there who is complaining about the Porgs being cute and that that's mm-hmm. a mistake based on the Ewoks. OK, not first of all, not everyone agrees that the Ewoks are a mistake. OK, uh, hey, I like the Ewok yeah, adventures. And there, there's a lot of gray. There are people like myself who love the Ewoks, who don't think that the way they fought made any sense. But in, in and of themselves, it could have worked fine. Industrious little critters. It could have been done better, right? Um, but that has nothing to do with this movie. And anyone who's criticizing them just because they're cute and in a Star Wars movie, that's a lazy criticism. I'm sorry. That is just a completely lazy criticism. And if you really want to know. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Just, I, think just, we've, I think we've touched a button here. Yeah, no, nah, I'm just saying, man. Like, you just can't say, well, they're cute, so they shouldn't be in there. Um <laughs> If you, if you read Ryan Johnson's comments on yeah, the yeah. origin of these things, mm-hmm. and, I, you know, I mean, I take him at his word. Who am I to question what he's saying? You know, he talks about how, uh, you know, on the island where they filmed, 
there were puffins, right? Mm-hmm. And he was inspired by that. Like, let's put in a creature in this movie that's reflective of the actual habitat and the wildlife that lives there in okay. real life. Right. And also he said that, you know, they add some comedic relief to the movie that, they I mean, do. again, it looks kind of dark, so it's probably going to need it. And I think, you know, I just, I just like the fact that he's not avoiding it because it didn't work in the past. And I think we've talked about this before on the podcast, mm-hmm. how J.J. Abrams clearly avoided politics, but to a fault. Where, where we needed some, but they were so afraid to touch that because of what the prequels did wrong. And I like that this Ryan Johnson came in. It really feels like he's got a story to tell. And he, it's his vision. He really seems to get Star Wars, man. The crystal foxes, dude. I mean, that <laughs> shot, the scale of that shot, they're gorgeous. They're so, they're so Star Wars. So you Star know? Wars. I want one of those. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. To me, one of the best decisions they made is that the porks don't actually talk yeah yeah see like to me that's where you're crossing the line right we don't need to go into jar jar binks territory right good point like hey you want cute just keep it cute and the ewoks talk right they have their own language but there's their own language nobody knows what they're saying but these little dudes no no (laughs) i agree that's a good point jeff that's a good point um jeff let's go on to one lost who who won this trailer for you who won the trailer for me? For me, Who's your I standout? agree that Kylo Ren definitely stands out. Yeah, in this movie. So I think this is his redemption. Yeah, because in Force Awakens he's a little twerp. Yeah, now he's he's got some gumption. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So he wins, and I think Finn wins. Huh? You think Finn wins? The fight or the trailer? I think it's. I think Kylo's a clear winner. I think of the Finn wins the trailer. I think he loses the movie. I, here's my thing. Yeah, probably, probably. And I, I feel if I do, if I have a concern about that, it's that some of these secondary characters. He, he's clearly everyone is secondary to Kylo and Rey. Yeah, but he may be tertiary now. Yeah. I yeah. mean, this dude, like, he's it, falling off the wagon. Jeff, you remember? It's kind of like the Seinfeld episode. Like every Seinfeld episode had. A Jerry, a Jerry plot line, mm-hmm. a George plot line, an Elaine plot line, a Kramer. Usually at least three out of the four each had their own kind of story thread going Something through Something going it. on. And usually only one worked really well, maybe two in a good episode. Almost never did you have all three firing on all cylinders, right? So uh, <laughs> that I am a little worried that it's going to be tough to care about some of these people when there is so much happening with Ray and Kylo that's so intriguing and Luke. But, you know, when somebody severs your spine, like, Mm -hmm. to come back from that, I'm like, okay. So he wins just for standing up. Maybe he just had a hairline fracture, Jeff. Oh, please. Hairline singe of the spinal cord. Um, And, he, you know, don't don't forget, he actually injured Kylo Ren. Yeah. Um, But I agree with you. Kylo Ren, I mean, by the end of the trailer, when he holds his hand out, I wanted to take it. I want to follow him wherever he will go, even though he killed off Han Solo. Well, First of all, let's just, say, let's just say I considered it. <laughs> here, let's let's just be honest here. In real life, I don't. In my mind, Kylo Ren didn't kill Han Solo. Harrison Ford did. Yeah, oh yeah. So that's not on him. Okay, I'm willing to get past that very quickly. More more than I should be. And, 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 you know, maybe um, maybe they did this too soon. Maybe if there's one mistake in the trailer, it's that I'm already rooting for Kylo. <laughs> like, I don't think we were supposed to get there till the end of this movie, maybe. You think so? Yeah. I, and, and, and the other thing is, though, Jeff, I love Snoke now. You, you get, yeah. let's say, one and a half shots of Snoke in this trailer because you see, well, you see half of his face. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he looks 
a lot better than he did in The Force Awakens. Even though he was a hologram, clearly they knew they needed to step up the look and, and, and the design of well, You know, I got to tell Leader you, this, this trailer, it, it left things confusing enough. Yep. I'm not even sure Snoke's a bad guy. I don't know. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm it, like, it would be fascinating for them really, to explore that. You know, like I don't I'm not sure there's a whole really good and evil right. in this movie. Right. I think it's just yeah. everything's gray. Yeah. And it's you know, everyone's out for the all. Right. And I think I think it may be a little more nuanced than that, but I, I think they were very smart. I think they probably went into this knowing we cannot do we've done six movies of black and white yep dark side light side we can't do three more <laughs> that are like that you know and i'm fascinated to see i mean i think of the speculation is and again we're, we're trying not to speculate much here but it, it certainly seems like perhaps uh, kylo and ray are are going to join, join forces. forces no puns because intended the there force. even really uh and and kind of explore a new path yeah. And that's fascinating to me. And then it's fascinating to see, like, what corner does that paint J.J. Abrams into for episode nine? Like, mm-hmm. what do you explore? If that is the case, then where's the conflict? So that's going to be really interesting. Okay. But, you know, let's let's go back on all this. Yeah. I still want an explanation mm-hmm. for why Ray can all of a sudden do all these things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. And I'm sorry. Untapped raw power just isn't enough. I yeah, want but, an explanation. But the fact, okay, so the the fact that the un, un, whatever never seen raw power like this before, except this one time, the fact that that's even mentioned tells me that Ryan Johnson identified that problem that issue. going in. Yep. Like, hey, people are like not accepting that Ray is all powerful. They need a reason. They need an explanation. Hell no. Nah. So we need to come up with one. So uh, that that again. Very optimistic here, Jeff. Yeah. But uh, I'm and, hoping and, and that again, that's where he's going with it. You know, it's still extremely worried, mm-hmm. trepidation about the fact that Luke does nothing. Yeah. So, uh, the, well, like, okay. He so may Jeff, just would you be say walking around with a stick. Who lost the trailer for you? Luke is it, Skywalker, is it Luke? man. Yeah. I'm a little wow. concerned. Like, I'm the a little whole concerned. Skywalker clan. Like, yeah. you, you know. I have a theory about this, though. Maybe I shouldn't share it. We good, said we weren't going to speculate. It does but not Jeff, look good. Jeff, when Luke first met Yoda... He acted nuts. Okay. Yoda came <laughs> off as this wacky little dude who was just crazy going through his stuff, stealing his Twix True. out of his backpack. True. Then I started thinking after the trailer, like, man, Luke seems like a crazy old drunk dude on an island. <laughs> and he's scared. I'm like, why is this dude even here, he's man? He's playing it up really well. Mm. Could it be a ploy? I don't know. Maybe he's totally chill. Maybe he's got a, like a complete handle on everything. Maybe he's not afraid at all. Maybe he knows exactly what he's doing. It certainly doesn't seem that way. He certainly seems like a crazy old hermit. But again, where have you heard that before? Crazy Obi- old hermit. Crazy old hermit. Who gets beat down, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's it could got, be. He's climbing out of wood. Could very well be. But know. he's also been off studying, Jeff. He's been reading the book, you know, <laughs> the Jedi book in, in the tree cave or whatever it is. The Jedi wills. So it'll be interesting to see. For me... Uh, the big loser of this trailer is Heineken Brewmaster Benicio <laughs> del Toro. <laughs> because he's nowhere to be found. Uh, no, I'm, I'm really not complaining about that. You mean Antonio that. Banderas. Antonio, yeah. <laughs> it's Antonio Banderas. 
Uh, he's not in the trailer. Neither is Laura Dern, but we've actually seen s- slightly more footage of her. We've seen like two seconds of her and one second of Benicio. Um, but a, a word of caution to our listeners, because, you know, we want to prepare Spoiler you folks. Alert. Not everybody obsesses over this like we do. We keep track of, of past mistakes Who's so we what? can learn from them. Right. Uh, we read too much into Captain Phasma, for example, before we saw uh, The Force Awakens. We actually read too much into Luke, as it turned out. Um, but I, would, <laughs> I think I would, everybody did. I would caution against – we've speculated that, you know, a lot of people have speculated that Benicio Del Toro's character could be a Sith Lord. or some Force user. He could be uh, – what's his face? Hand of the Sith. Captain Puberty from Star Wars Rebels. Uh, Ezra. Ezra. Um, ooh, ooh. There's been all this stuff. I haven't heard that. He could just okay. be – uh, he has been compared to a Lando type of character, and he could just be a Lando type of character. Now, I'm not saying... Which immediately makes me hate him, because <laughs> where's Lando? Right. Well, that's true. But Jeff, I've implored you to go back and watch Billy D. Williams on Dancing with the Stars, <laughs> just so you know why I they don't want to put him I on camera do ever again. No! <laughs> um, oh. He, but and, and I'm not saying that to diminish Lando. Lando is one of my favorite characters from the original trilogy, but his role can't be overstated. He is a he's dude. clearly a survivor. He's though. not a Force user. No, uh, he's not a Sith. He's not a Jedi. He's just he's a very important piece of the puzzle. He's in the shadows making deals. Right, um, Jeffrey, best best moment of this trailer. Ooh. I see. Now I asked that question thinking that I knew what mine was, and yeah. now, man, it's just so good. It, People, it, there's multiple moments. Okay, so one test. one great one great moment yeah. is Snoke is doing something to Ray, yeah, and like she's like held back. That blew me away. That was like, okay, yeah. this is for real. Yeah. Um, what was the other? Oh, the moment in the crystal the crystal cave. Yeah. Flight like that was amazing. Yeah, that's just I cannot wait to see that. The gorilla walkers looked incredible. Ooh, I had heard okay. about them. Right. I had I had gone out of my way not to look at pictures of them or anything, mm. and now seeing them in action, and also seeing Kylo's ship flying slowly to the battlefront, yeah. uh, that was really cool. Um, for me, uh, it's not the key moment. There's the moment with Kylo where he seems to be flying towards his mom's ship, about to hit the button, and is deciding whether or not and I want to tell you people again we're not going to speculate here but if you look at the state of Kylo's scar throughout the trailer Mm -hmm. there's a couple of different stages and that would kind of if you want to know you can kind of figure out the chronology of those scenes in the movie based on (laughs) the status of the of the face facial scar Mm -hmm. Um, that's a very intense moment if there's one thing that I I think we may end up wishing they left out it's probably that part because that I mean that gets you in the gut uh, watching that scene yeah. um, but again the crystal fox uh, <laughs> okay that was amazing it's yeah, not you're just right. the creature itself there's mm-hmm. multiple by the mm-hmm. way they're all they all seem to be running in and that's when you can really tell that it is in fact snow on the surface of that yep. planet um, but uh, it's running into what I guess is probably the resistance base yep. hangar yeah and the 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 walls that are closing, the doors, the giant doors, they're just so huge. And the scale of that shot, um, that's the type of thing that I've been hoping for ever since this new trilogy was announced, was for things like that, that are but faithful to the original. you don't think that's just a callback to Empire? 
It's it's similar. It's got similarities. But again, I think that based uh, on an ice planet, there's an article that I shared today on the Skywalk Facebook page. Uh And and please, people, we'll get back to that. Uh, (laughs) That is Ryan Johnson's talking about the process that they go through to determine what they will spoil and what they won't. So I believe he said starting like at least a year ago, if not more. That he sat down with the people at, at Disney and they worked through what they called a no-fly zone for certain spoilers, certain things that they decided from the very get-go, we're not going to show these things. We're not going to uh, really? allow any of these spoilers to get out. Like These are the things that we are keeping under wraps until the movie comes out. So, again, we have seen things in the trailer. I mean, the walkers are obviously in homage to Empire Strikes Back. Of course. Um, but, again, we're just seeing the surface of that. We're just seeing it superficially the way they behave in battle, we have no idea. Yeah. There's well, no way they're just they, shooting. Why do they look like that? We yeah. know that they stand up. Right. They do something with those legs. They've got these like reinforced pistons on the bottom of the legs. I'm guessing they probably shatter the ground because of the terrain on that planet. Now, you know, all of this remains to be seen. So I think they're allowing us to feel some of those callbacks to past okay. movies. But once you see it, they're going deeper. Again, I think the cave is the perfect representation of that is that yeah on the surface maybe this looks a little bit like Hoth but you've got these beautiful sparkling crystal caverns underneath the surface and I hope that becomes the analogy for this entire movie that like (laughs) yeah on the surface it might look like this but it's got sparkling beautiful colorful caverns beneath the surface and and what Luke says and I love the intensity not gonna go the way you think it will yes Oh, man, what a great line. And the delivery of it is so intense and so almost angry but desperate and terrified. Yeah. Oh, man. I just uh, – how many times have you watched it, Jeff? Already up to 20 times. I think it's you good. got me beat. I'm thinking probably at about And, you know, 12. it's a different experience every time. The first time we saw it, completely dark. Like, you, yeah. you need to see this trailer in – Huge full screen. Glory. So good. So like, good. This movie is going to be great. Walkers, uh, if you want this podcast, I'm going to, I'm, I'm speaking of dark Jeff. Uh oh. This is not going to go the way you think. <laughs> if you want this podcast to continue, dear listener, please uh, like us on iTunes, r- review us on iTunes, like us on Facebook, do whatever you can to spread the word to your friends because we love doing this podcast. Uh, it, for us, we enjoy it and we want you to enjoy it Dear as well. To our hearts. And we want as many people as possible listening to this podcast so we can get more feedback, we can address your questions. Jeff, didn't we have a fail bag question? We do. Oh, what was it again? Interesting. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> Because I've already forgotten. <laughs> this is the most fail fail bag ever. Because we can't remember the question. Could be. Oh, right. oh, I got oh, it. You got I, it. You I got the it. Fail yeah, bag? yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead. What is it? So sometimes you're so excited that you actually have your own background music in your head oh, okay. while the trailer's playing. Yeah. Because you're just like, this is so amazing. Now, first of all, the music in the trailer is mm-hmm. really good. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it already puts you there. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm watching. When I'm watching the trailer. Wait, who's this question? question who's this you, question from Jeff? The, que- the question is from uh, uh, Javictu. Uh huh. Yeah. So Javictu um, from uh, <laughs> Alderon, <laughs> Texas. I don't know. Yeah. Uh huh. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't even know why I said that. Real questions from real people. Real folks. questions from real people. Go on. But from Javictu, um, his question is: He asks, "What songs were playing in your head?" 
while watching this trailer. All right. Uh, I didn't hear anything, Jeff. I didn't hear anything else while nothing. I was watching the trailer. I heard all I heard. Not one song came to. All I heard was a drunk, raging lunatic Mark Hamill delivering <laughs> amazing lines. Okay. And uh, even Snoke, I really love Snoke sounded mm-hmm. uh, what I like about Snoke. Mm-hmm. The, the key difference just from this very slight voiceover that we get to hear. Yeah. Is he sounds a little more off the rails. Just a uh, little bit. Than, than say, he's Emperor clearly, Palpatine. He's clearly a little crazy. Yeah. See, yeah. so it's so, gonna lose it. Here's, here's my he thing. Looks like, uh, and it's easy to make the parody. And I gotta say, my prediction is still alive. What's that? Snoke is Mace Windu. Oh, good grief. <laughs> All right, go on. So what's your answer to the feedback All question, right, Jeff? So, so, so my answer to, to the feedback. Now that Snoke is clearly no. a white dude. Go on. No, no, no. He's, yeah. he's, he's clearly been electrocuted <laughs> multiple times. Yeah, that's true. All right, Zap so, the pigment right out of him. So you know the the first one that I'm thinking of is this is in homage to Mark Hamill's character, okay. Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I will survive. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> you know here Mark Hamill he's like, and now I'm back from out of space. <laughs> I will survive even if that means right. hiding in a cave for the right. rest of my right. life. But th- but now he's coming back to he's coming back to the. Star Wars universe, you know, he, he's re-entering yep. whatever interaction he's having with Ray. My thing is, he's definitely going to talk to someone else yeah. other than Ray. Yeah, in this movie. Yeah, no, I think right? so. So, oh, okay. Can who's I? Who's he going to talk to? Can I mention one little thing that you again? Does he even communicate with Leia before she dies? You may not notice on only one or two or five viewings, but if you get into double digits, like Jeff and I have. Um, <laughs> When those giant doors that we were talking about on crate yep. are closing, when the crystal light foxes are running through, remember mm-hmm. crystal light? Um, <laughs> there is a figure standing uh, by the edge of those doors in a hooded cloak, which I can't imagine it's anyone but Luke. So uh, that's really cool. Wow. This reinforces yeah. everything from before, but I can't watch anything between now and this movie. No, no, yeah. Thor, Ragnarok, whatevs, Justice League. <laughs> All right, you know, people. I got to say, that trailer is just looking worse and worse. It's only going, and it's not going to get any better. Uh, the, and uh, Jeff, my, uh, let's go out on this point. Okay. If, you ha- if you're a person who hasn't watched the trailer, or if you've questioned whether or not it's worth watching these Star Wars trailers before these movies come out for fear that maybe it's going to spoil some things, and yeah, maybe, maybe it will. But Star Wars movies have sometimes disappointed. They have. Star Wars trailers almost never disappoint. Ever. So enjoy the experience of watching a trailer for the first time and the next 25 times because, you know, maybe the movie won't be as good, but you'll always have that memory. This is Brett. This is Jeff. And we're just two dudes talking about Star Wars on the Skywalk. I believe in